have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. Silence, the great and powerful Oz knows why you have come. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. <laughs> Jason Burmes. And who loves you? And who do you love? Hey, everybody. Jason Burmes here. And I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Man, I almost didn't set up the, uh, the YouTube stream right. I was coming in cocky. And I forgot to hit the auto enable start stream you guys missed uh the fun little intro that i love to do and honestly i'm kind of torn here today okay a lot to talk about i know a lot of you probably did not catch my um laundry fold along so you know we're going to be talking about balloons and objects and uh project blue beam which may or may not exist by the way i just want to make that very clear a lot of people are under the impression that's 100% factual. There's zero documentation on it. Project Blue Book as well. I saw in the chat from yesterday that uh, people were interested in my take on that. And I think that that is a, an important take as well. Okay, I think there's a lot of important stuff to talk about today. Um, but this story, even aside from the Super Bowl, and by the way, I'm gonna say this out of the gates. We, we got a ton of Super Bowl stuff and commercials. And um, really, if you watch that, there was a lot of what? Sustainability, EVs, um, but it was easy on the messaging. You, you know, I, I think that especially the advertisers realize uh, the Super Bowl in large part isn't the majority of the younger generation, right? It's still there, but it's more of my generation and older. So there was a lot of nostalgia as well on purpose. Um, but the other things that were being portrayed to me, um, big on the multiverse. Now I know why they're pushing the flash so hard. Uh, we'll watch that. You two had a really weird thing with a sphere amongst all the balloons and the objects. We're going to get into that. But this is a story I missed. And I'm kind of, I wonder how I missed it. Number one, it should have been all over the media. I didn't see it all over the media. Um, Number two, I, I should have seen it somewhere in my social media. I didn't see it in my social media. 
And that is that uh, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, and really the guy who created Rick and Morty in a lot of ways, uh, okay, Justin Roiland, I mean, he did the original artwork on it, very crude, uh, has had to leave all of his companies. He got arrested uh, for allegedly abusing and detaining a woman physically. And there were allegations of, of underage abuse and that sort of thing previously, all the way back in 2018. And look, I, I'm not accusing Royland of anything. I want to make that very clear. We're going to report on what is out there and uh, what I've seen. And, and look here, I don't like doing these shows. I want to make that extremely clear, but somebody has to do it. Somebody has to man up and say, hey, if these things are real, that's bad. Now, the thing is that, that Royland does all the voices and he didn't just have to leave Rick and Morty. He just had the most successful video game launch of his career. He started a video game company years ago. I actually played through it. Now, I don't play through a lot of games, guys, but really TV and movies. I, you know, I watch documentaries. Like I watched a documentary on it. I got like halfway through it last night. And other than that kind of stuff, like documentarian stuff, that that nothing is super compelling out there to me. I get bored at movies a lot, TV series I fall off on. Something about fiction, although, you know, documentaries, not always true to fact, right? Definitely perspectives. But something about fiction today, very lacking, okay? And so I've kind of turned back to video games because they're, you know, over the last decade plus, they've gotten more into storytelling. I haven't played them as much. And if I can play through something, I'll play through it, especially if I think it's fun, it has comedy. And I really liked High on Life. A lot of offbeat jokes, a lot of humor I get. And that's why in the past, you know, we just did this video about James Gunn earlier, uh, last week or maybe two weeks ago, talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. That got a huge Super Bowl commercial, of course. That's getting a huge launch. He, that guy is now in the head of DC. We're going to get into the Flash later. So all this seems to be interconnected. And I, you know, I want to believe the best of James Gunn. I want to believe that this guy is just making off-color jokes. I, I do. I don't want to believe there's any child abuse going on, ever. But if there is, I don't just want their game companies and the TV shows to disassociate with them. I want them to go to jail so they can't hurt any more children. And I want them to stay in jail so they can't hurt any more children. I think that's more than reasonable. And, and I think that, you know, bottom line, uh, th that's baseline, baseline for any human being that understands a civil society and understands the value, the value of treating our children as they are deserved to be treated, as innocent beings that we should love and educate to the best of our abilities so we all can benefit from society. And we're gonna stumble along the way and nothing's perfect. But monsters that would go after kids in particular are, uh, to me, some of the most grotesque people out there. Uh, like like human de demons that roam the earth. 
human demons. And we're not getting biblical. We're not getting interdimensional. But we're certainly getting spiritual. All right? And it goes beyond monkey, ape, evolution consciousness. Right? And, and I'll tell you what. Animals get it for their young, too, by the way. They protect their young, too. They're not putting you in jail if you go after their young. Just saying. It's instinctual. And anybody that would go against that instinct of nature and abuse a child, gross. Get out of here. All right. It is reality rants. And I guess we started with our first rant of the day. So how was I put onto this story? And, and this is another thing. Uh, five years ago, an open secret, and we're going to play. Here's the thing. This video here that we're, that I, I I could play all of it is pretty over the top, and we probably can't do it on YouTube. Maybe I will play the video that is being referred to here, uh, Unbelievable Tales. Okay. Uh, this is pre-Rick and Morty. In fact, let's just click on this website so people can see. You used to be able to watch it here. You can't watch it here anymore. Uh, RoylandTV.com. So I remember this is time flies, man. And, and that's the other thing, because like, if this person is abusing kids, and and by the way, these latest allegations, all these DMs are coming out of DMs where he's calling 16-year-old girls unbelievably hot. Oh, it looks like it loaded. Oh, it looks like you can still watch it here. Boy, oh boy. See, I couldn't watch it before. It didn't load before. Okay. Wow, it's still up amongst other things. So, uh, RoylandTV.com slash unbelievable dash tales if you really want to see it. Okay. So maybe maybe it maybe can't because they're there. It just failed. Maybe it's the browser. Who cares? I've got it. Um, how, do I, how do I even describe this? Okay. So the stuff that's come out right, right now, you've got one person who's another younger girl, had DMs with Royland. He, he was following a huge fan of Rick and Morty, made a concept album about them, making a Nine Inch Nails cover album. You can read all this stuff now. But then a lot of the DM, she showed a DM. And and look, I don't even know how to judge it. I don't love the DM, but it certainly doesn't prove anything. Again, we're not making allegations here. We're reporting the news. When I watched this five years ago, I was kind of disturbed. And it actually ties into Rick and Morty. Now, is this just really, really, and I'll show you how it ties in, in, into Rick and Morty in a moment. Is this really, really dark humor? Or is this like a revelation of something else? Now, before I before I go to that, okay, from Royal and TV, and, I, and I'll show you some of the allegations, but to this, okay, this is going to be the video um, that we're going to show parts of uh, before we go to that. Along with that, and, and by the way, the, an open secret, a lot of people want to talk smack about them. Their their movie is tremendous. I've interacted with them behind the scenes on, on some occasions. On We've had agreements. We've had disagreements. We've shared information. I like them. I think they do good work. Okay? And, and you know what? They call out the nonsense. They do. Doesn't mean I agree with them all the time. 
great source of information. Call out the number. This is five years ago they're putting this out. And now all this stuff, by the way, we're finding out that five years ago that Royland settled out of court with his game uh, company, with somebody else. He's got a lot of money right now. You know, and a lot of these people do settle out of court. You never hear about it. But these people warned us. So I'm just saying that. All right. I wish that an open secret, even though it's not uh, it's not child abuse and that's what they special in. I, you know, we've had conversations behind the scenes about Conor McGregor. It's not what they specialize in. I get it. But when we're talking about also the alleged serial beating and, and rape of women, I'm concerned as well. Call me kooky. All right. So I, I'm going to explain how this ties into Rick and Morty. Now, look, maybe I'm going to play the whole thing um, here. You know, the, let's just say there's little kids. Not not here, but like when I say that, I mean, uh, so let's just say like, oh, I didn't even want to do that or that. Okay. Bad stills. Bad stills. Those were quick. So you can kind of get an, an imagination. I hope we don't get even in trouble for that. Um. It gets to this bean character with kids crying and tied up. Okay. And uh, again, I don't even want to get to how violent it is. But he he literally cuts their faces off. You see the little box in the corner. You can kind of see where it goes. Okay. So again, this bean character in these early cartoons after you see terrible images of kids and you know i am very dark humor this thing yeah there it is okay i don't know what else to say it's right there um yeah so <laughs> from there i want people to understand that In Rick and Morty, you have the same character and it gets darker. Like, like it gets even darker than that. Um, I don't even know what to say. It's <laughs> we'll just play it. I'll probably get a copyright strike for this, but you know what? We'll uh we'll do it in in the place where I have the box here. So maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Um, here it is. Here's Morty meeting the bean man. Okay, let's just, let's do it. Let's, let's meet the bean man. How are you today? I'm Mr. Jellybean. Hi, Mr. Jellybean. I'm Morty. My grandpa and I are on an adventure. Nice. Is it a fun adventure? I hope so. But I'm starting to get nervous that maybe it's gone a little too far off the rails. <laughs> Isn't that what adventures do? Hey, you know what? You're right. Everything's going fine. I just got to relax and go with the flow. Yeah. So... You see where this is going. Relax and go with the flow. So the bean man, all right, the bean man is back. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, bye. Oh, uh, no. Stay. Go with the flow. Stop. You're making me really uncomfortable. Stop fighting. Just let this happen. So it gets even darker than that. We're going to stop it on that darkness. Okay. And then Rick actually murders that guy. Okay, so Rick, 
understands what happens. He's actually that happens in a bathroom where where his grandfather is outside. Okay. And he and he murders him for it. He understands something bad happened. That's about as far as it goes. Marty or Morty toughens up. Now, this is the prologue scene of, of the, the Bean King. It was a king. And that's the other thing. It gets tied into the fact that this, you know, person was of importance. Weird. Weird we're talking about high-level uh, pedophilia. Sir, I think you're going to want to see this. We found it inside a lockbox inside King Jellybean's closet. <laughs> we have to tell the people. Wait. Destroy it. Our people will get more from the idea he represented. Our people will get more from the idea he represented. Now, think about that. By the way, we have 172 watching. We got under 50 thumbs. Can we get 100 thumbs? This is an important video. <laughs> okay? So, take a look at that. I, I mean, this is a smart show. And, and the thing is, I, I started talking about Dan Harmon, who's the other creator, who's apparently really the driving force of the narrative other than the humor. Although there's a lot of off-the-cuff humor. I don't know how the show's going to be the same without They're going to have to have... I, I don't think it'll be tough to find people to do the voices, obviously, of Rick and Morty because they've been imitated so many times and they'll just bring in a voice actor that sounds exactly like Roiland. Uh, but a lot of improving. Harmon is on video in a sketch and Harmon uh, was a writer. Uh, what is it? Parks and Rec is, is what he was, you know, a big writer and known for before he did this. And there's this weird sketch where Harmon sneaks into a window and, uh, you know, has, I mean, it's, it's crude and whatever sex with a baby doll. Like, like comes in and does that. I mean, is it just because it's funny? I don't know. You know, I think that Harmon uh, knows a lot more about the stuff geopolitically. For instance, in Parks and Rec, he's written Alex Jones into the script being discussed. Uh, he's talked about uh, Bilderberg Group in interviews before. I've kept up on Harmon. Royland is like a good buddy with with uh, the Musker do. He was over at the latest uh, Neuralink presentation. He was in the audience. He gets a shout out from the Musker nuts himself. You know, the guy that does this, the guy that had um, the child, you know, being cut off your face kind of stuff there. See, you see what's going on here? I mean, just, just saying. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hey, we're all going to have to make our own decisions. I'm going I'm to show you some of the stuff that uh, he's alleged to have done. All right. Because uh, the, the, the uh, I think it's important. Let's let's bring up some of the DMC. I thought I had the one with the DM in it. All right. But let, let's just read. Let, let's just read this one because this one actually has a pretty good breakdown. Okay. Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland, who was charged with domestic violence last month and booted by his employees on two networks shortly thereafter. Everything, by the way. A Hulu got rid of him, everybody. Made working on the cult cartoon hellish, colleagues tell The Hollywood Reporter, uh, because these are new allegations, by the way. They're, you know, 
And now, you know, people are starting to come forward. Among the new round of accusations, Roiland uh, once paraded a high-profile porn star through the Rick and Morty writer's room, openly discussed threesomes, and was involved in at least one instance of alleged sexual harassment during the show's third season, uh, notably its first with female writers. Again, that stuff, I'm not saying any of that's great. That's not abuse of children. He has also been estranged from Dan Harmon, a community, not Parks and Rec. I'm sorry, wrote on community, with whom he created Rick and Morty for multiple seasons of the show. The 42-year-old Royland was until recently a beloved name in all animation, largely due to his fandom around Rick and Morty, a demented twist on Back to the Future duo Doc uh, and Marty that debuted in 2013. It has been around for a decade. Okay, he said with two felony charges by a partner who lived with him in 2020, days after those domestic violence charges, corporal injury and false imprisonment by menace, fraud, violence and deceit became public. Um, he's been fired from Adult Swim and Hulu. That's big, like Adult Swim getting rid of him and then Squanch Games just also after having a huge hit. Huge hit. I mean, <laughs> like. When I say it's a huge hit, guys, I don't even know what to say. So he was sued for sexual harassment back in 2018 as well, and he settled. Um, it's it's you know what? Let's let's just type it in. Justin Roiland DMs. Let's see what we get to a 16-year-old girl. Uh, disturbing and several women have accused there's the DMs of the girl. Okay. That that's really where, where I start to get upset, right? Really upset. Here we go. Um, would you do video game reviews and stuff like that? I bet you do good. Yeah. I'm just playing games and what then once you turn 18, you can just start cam. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to cam. Yeah. Why are you such jailbait? What's wrong with you in that regard? You should grow older, you dumb. Uh-oh. So again, Royland is, um, yeah. Is it cool being jailbait? Does the FBI follow you around arresting all the men you sleep with? Maybe I will. I want to meet you in real life, jailbait. So I can't help uh, you not be a homo. Uh, I'm Atlanta drunk. So he's talking about being drunk in these things, okay? Uh, and again, these are just what's out there. This is on September 25th. Justin Rowland followed me on Twitter. I was 16. There. So again, you know, an open secret comes out. In 2018, it's 2023. This girl had this happen in 2015. How long, how long has this been, you know, going on? How long? So that's the real question. <sighs> All right. All right. Um, kind of want to shift gears just a little bit. And uh thing I want to shift gears to is that, first of all, it's not 
just this and entertain. By the way, in video games, I want to bring this up. I, I love Borderlands, just like I love Rick and Morty, even though it pushes the multiverse and whatever. It's an excellent show. It's very good to watch. Uh, I like its humor. I think it's like a once-in-a-generation kind of comedy cartoon. Simpsons, Family Guy, Rick and Morty. And I like a lot of animation stuff. I, I follow a lot of animation stuff, have for a long time. So, and another video game, uh, one of the few series I've played through, and I played through Borderlands 3, this guy apparently on this USB stick, it's not just, it, it's CP. And it's like, you got to separate the artist from the art a lot of the time, because these people aren't great. However, I got to tell you, when we play the Flash thing, I, I see the agenda. I see the agenda wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. See it? I mean, I, I, this is going to be, when we play this, we'll play this in the uh, second hour when we go over to RVM. But it is, it's multiverse madness. Um, it's transhumanism, I'm sure, in a lot of ways. It's time travel. It's all of it. It's simulation. You know what? I, I've tried to, uh, let's see what we got here. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see. Boom. Just gonna do that. Okay. So um, let's uh, let, let's play some of the uh, Super Bowl stuff because first of all, let's get rid of some of the fake stuff. Rihanna was not wearing uh, like a pentagram on her belt. I've seen that going around. Not real. Not real. That was the harness to make sure she didn't fall off stage. Not shaped like a pentagram. You zoom in, it's not there. So before you share that meme, I, I'd suggest you don't. Okay? That's one. Two. I actually thought for a, a suit, I get it, they're all in red, and then there was the white. It was almost Santa Clausy. Then they had the black. Like when they went to the band, there was a little bit of black. So, But they, they showed some blue on there, I guess. You know, there were some symbols I didn't see what they were on Rihanna's side. A lot of pe uh, speculation. She's pregnant again. She may very well be. Uh, a mix of lip syncing and singing. Okay. Look. I, I was actually kind of happy with it. There was like one kind of little bit sexualized moment. I think they pulled it back. I think they pulled it back, but people will say, hey, you know, she's dressed in beet red. It was obviously a representation of Satan. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm going to say this. She's very talented. And uh, the performance was very dancey and poppy and had very few risque moments, especially what we've seen in a, a long while. And that's what I'll say. I mean, the women were wearing bras. Sometimes they pulled up their shirt. You saw the bikini bras. Uh, the dudes had the three-quarters netted shirt. Remember that three-quarters netted shirt, mid-80s to early 90s? Yeah. Good look, gentlemen. Good look. It wasn't terrible, okay? But there was certainly messaging throughout the entire thing, okay? And I guess the first message that I think is kind of important to go over, and we're going to play the commercial, was this message now Netflix huge right up there with any production house in Hollywood 
We all know it, making the buco buxo. And uh, they're openly telling you, we're going with the green agenda. Now, there were almost every other car commercial. There might have been one commercial that wasn't an EV commercial. But that's something I certainly did notice. The other thing I noticed about the uh, Super Bowl is uh, they're in reverse of everything we've seen on uh, television and the media day to day, I didn't see any big pharma commercials. Did you guys? I saw some stuff for like uh, the Jesus group. Yeah, that was like the most risque political stuff I think I saw out of everything. Scientology apparently got an ad. I didn't see it. We're going to play it. Um, The Singularity got pushed via Squarespace. We're going to play that. The U2 thing with the sphere, you know, especially with the balloon madness and the UFO stuff, kind of odd. Because although I only saw the 15-second ad, apparently there's like a four-minute video. We'll play that in the second half of this broadcast. And by the way, can we get 100 thumbs up now that everybody's watching? If you are just tuning in, uh, you can go back to the beginning if you want to get into the Rick and Morty stuff. But it's dark if you've been following it. This stuff is dark. And really, this whole sustainability and green agenda is also dark. It's extremely dark. But they're going to sell it to you in every single way they possibly can. And... Will Farrell's going to let you know. So they tell you in this commercial, aside from everything I was seeing with everybody getting an EV car, EV, uh, you know, like <laughs> I was thinking about it. Like, and just just a thought, just a Jason Burmas in my head thought. I've driven a lot in the last three years, a ton. And I'm talking 14 to 30 plus hour trips where sometimes I stop and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do 14 to 20 Straight, straight shot to the baby maker, guys. Just doing it. Can I do that with an EV? I mean, how long does it take to charge one of those bad boys all the way up? I mean, what am I going to get? 300 miles? 400? I don't even know what the max is at this point. Like, if I went full EV, what's the max mileage I can get? When I'm traveling 9,000 miles, which they don't want me to do, what do I got to sit at a a station for an hour and a half each time? Like right now I drive a four cylinder and I'm blessed, right? I fill that, I fill that bad boy up 10, 11 gallons and it's quick. I go in, I go to the bathroom, I get a coffee, I pump my gas. I'm in and out 10 minutes tops, tops. Am I in and out in 10, 10 minutes with an EV? Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm watching like, you know, this fictitious, like, I don't even know if it was a Jeep or a Bronco or whatever. I think it might have been a Bronco. Driving through jungles and, yeah, all the wildlife's dancing around. Yeah, they're dancing to the EV. Ooh, yeah, singing songs. And then they park in the middle of the jungle. And they're just powering up, hanging out. Now, let, let, let's just pass on some of the absurdity of that. Okay? We're not going to play that commercial. We are going to play the Will Ferrell one. Now, if you're in the jungle... And there happens to be an EV station right there. Better hope you don't get eaten by any of the many predators in the jungle. Not that the EV station would actually be there. I mean, that's another thing. Your base, like, let's say you went off-roading with one of these things. You're stuck unless you get towed afterwards. Like, if somehow you run out of juice, something goes wrong, that's it. There's no walk into the gas station. 
just a thought. So anyway, um, you know, slick commercial we're about to play. Everybody loves Will Ferrell, right? Everybody, everybody loves Will Ferrell. They're playing off of uh, pop culture. And in this one, in particular, they're telling you we're going to use EVs every chance we possibly get. Let's get to the commercial. General Motors is going electric, and Netflix is joining in by including more EVs in their movies and shows. It's the least they can do. So if you're going to get swarmed by an army of the dead, why not get swarmed in an EV? No! I said no fighting! Or if you're being voluntarily kidnapped, why not be kidnapped in an EV? What's that scent? Is it pine? Now, should they add EVs everywhere? They shallant. They shan't. Is it shallant or shan't? It's neither. What about here, Erica? You're ruining the show, you idiot. What do you mean? It's me, Dusty. You're not. Yeah, you're right. This is ridiculous. Tammy, wait. Later, loser. But anywhere else, it makes sense. There goes another runner. Brad was so much better for you. You should have gone with Brad. Get Brad. Are you serious? Why not make more of those cars electric? It's the least they can do. (laughs) Gordon, you kill me. I mean, you literally did kill me. It's the least they can do. So they're outwardly telling you that we're going to use social engineering, okay? It's it's social engineering through media, through things you pay for to make you go electric. You know what? I'm glad you bit me too. There's the part. Hey. There's the partnership. Hey, there's Al Roker, the Today Show. And, and I noticed that the Today Show, like, really pump these commercials so, and it shows you how fixed everything is because the today show nbc um it's supposed to be a competitor right it's supposed to compete against fox and by the way l musker nuts himself at the super bowl boy he's everywhere running all these companies about to send people to the moon put brain chips in everybody build robots he's at the super bowl sitting next to rupert murdoch Mr. Fox himself, old Foxer nuts. He's Foxer nuts and the Musker nuts, the nuts crew. All right. Um, which one do we want to do next? I think that we're going to do the singularity next. Uh, I was actually expecting a lot more transhumanism stuff. Instead, you know, there was actually commercials I liked. Let me give you like they they played on the nostalgia big time. And I thought I had uh, the clueless one up here. I really did. Did I not download the clueless one or, or hit the play button on that? Um, because I also, you know, I, I saw that. And the clueless one I wanted to play, maybe we'll just bring it up in uh, YouTube. Because not only did it do the nostalgia thing, it did the, the de-aging thing. And now people are going to be forever young, Right. Back in the day, you would see some of that, but it was with makeup and you could only do so much. Now with technology, they've got Alicia Silverstone uh, looking like she, you know, almost like she did back in Clueless when I was in high school. I saw that movie in the theaters in high school. I'm an old man. See that? See those grays? They've come in. I think they gave her like a hint of gray with a lot of the de-aging deep fake stuff. Um, but Squarespace, AI, the singularity, 
Um, that that was uh, one of the things they did with Adam Driver, and uh, they specifically brought up the singularity. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about that as well. But here's the commercial, everybody. Squarespace is a website that makes websites. Squarespace is a website that makes websites. Meaning could create itself websites making websites websites making websites very good i'm at we're in a close loop of creation it's the singularity So we've talked about the singularity here. It is the Kurzweilian idea in which essentially everything becomes infinite. It's the idea that somehow we transcend our reality. We become beings of light. We travel the multiverse as anything we like. And I don't know that it actually exists. Certainly being sold on it. I mean, when Kurzweil tells you that we're, we're talking about injectable bio nanotech that turns off our nervous system and enters us into a virtual realm. If that is even possible, and it does occur, how do you know you're going anywhere? Isn't that just the great deception? A big lie? Just like you're going to upload your consciousness. And by the way, you know, we... We talked about it again and again and again and again on this pro program lately, but DeMar Hamlin was everywhere, was everywhere yesterday, he's sitting next to Goodall. He's, he's alive and well, folks. It's not a clone. It's not an impersonator. The tattoo's there on his neck. I know there was a lot of talk there. This whole, whole clone thing drives me nuts because, again, in order to believe that, you, you really literally legitimately have to believe you don't have a consciousness. You do. Think about that. Because if you believe that somehow your actual consciousness can be captured and then you can be cloned, as in so much sci-fi, we've been prepped to believe that just like the UFO and alien thing, guys, just like we're being prepped for this China World War III conflict, all right, we've been prepped for it for a very, very, very long time. Very long time. They can't copy your consciousness. I don't believe they could physically gestate a clone to be exactly like you. Artificial wombs, Jason. It's not the way they work. All right. Now, 
technology is probably far beyond where I could even comprehend, especially when you're talking in the realm of um, bio nanotech. For instance, when we're really talking about printing organs, right, printing bio tissue, right now, I think we're seeing the beginning of a scaling up of that technology that's actually been around for, for decades now because the pieces are becoming cheaper and our knowledge is becoming better. All right, that, that's one. But behind the scenes, I think a lot of that has been done with equipment that was maybe very unique, one or two of a kind, because of the limitations of the, the resources that are available for them to make that equipment, if that makes sense. I, I really do believe that's where we're at. So I just stay in reality, man. And I see them pushing this transhumanism. And right now with the, with the chat GPT, I keep telling people it's a program thing. It's garbage in, garbage out. Now, I, I saw a screenshot recently. I don't know if it's real or not. That's why this is speculation. I'm putting a big, big red stamp on it. That's why I don't share a lot of like, uh, I guess I don't share a lot of screenshots because I, unless I independently verify them, I have no interest in posting them. I like to be accurate, just saying, I think it's important. But I saw this screenshot of a chat GPT and it was on uh, the, the, the trans issue, okay? And it gives you the generic answer of, you know, how there's this new scientific agreement. It, it's the World Health Organization answer. And that's what's very scary because I see it being echoed by the supposed authoritative sources. That's where we're at. Okay. And uh, in my mind, that's extremely dangerous. I mean, when you're starting talking about now uh, gender and health, and this is the World Health Organization right here, and they're letting you know. I mean, th this is the new science. Okay. And it's all there. And it's, it's all about equity, right? Socioeconomic status, ethnicity, discrimination. I mean, there. I mean, this is long scale, normalizing this stuff. Okay. So, when when I see that issue tackled, the the whole, I'm just like, uh oh, here we go, here we go. We're pushing it, and it's transhumanism. This is the new deal. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's it's dangerous, man. <laughs> it's they're taking away our humanity. It's the new thing. It's not real. All right. Normalizing this madness is getting rid of our humanity and, and just serving us up to this multiverse simulation nightmare. Period. It's it's right in your face. It's all integrated. And now the social engineers have come out in full force. Full force. All right. Uh, I want to play uh, another commercial as we keep going through these. These were what was on there. But again, like like I like the Pepsi commercials. There was like Pepsi Zero commercials, right? Not I'm not telling you to drink Pepsi Zero. Why did I like the commercials? Um, I liked the commercials because 
they were talking about acting and how none of it was real. Steve Martin, um, who was the other one? Ben Stiller. And I've had my issues with Ben Stiller, right? They were telling you, look, am I acting? Do I really like this? I'm not sure. And by the way, uh, if Ray is listening, I was supposed to have like my first ad for the week here. I did not see anything got, get added to Dropbox. Maybe it did get there. I didn't see an email either, Ray. Um, maybe I missed it, but we would have had our very first commercial on this show. We're going to be running like one ad for the hour. Can you believe it, guys? So it, that'll be another way, I guess, to support the broadcast. I, I hate I hate doing it, but, you know, at the same time, we, we want people who want to support the show, right? We, I, I'd like to get bigger. I love that you guys are sharing the links. I think that's important. I love that you guys are sharing the information. I think that's important. I love that we're reaching a whole new audience with Red Voice Media. That's important. All right. So um, this, I didn't see it, but this is the, the Live Again Church of Scientology Super Bowl commercial. Uh, maybe you guys saw it. By the way, I've noticed, because sometimes I watch uh, feeds from different areas, not only do they pepper in local commercials now at the Super Bowl, and they've been doing that for a while, almost unheard of years ago. But, I mean, that should tell you something, that they're peppering in some local commercials. Um, the commercial schedule does seem to be a little bit different by geographic area. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Here is uh, the Live Again Scientology commercial. If you think that all is lost, that every dream has faded, that the last light of hope is gone, think again. It's there within you, something that can never die. You can live again. The power. Rise to create to live again. Because nothing is more powerful than you. Man, it almost seems like a rebranding of what they did in the 80s and the 90s with uh, Dianetics. And, and the thing is that a lot of this stuff is uh, real self-help stuff, right? And then they give you the little things and, you know, they're testing these levels. Um, but at the end of the day, although it is very in involved in you getting involved, it, it is, in my opinion, um, a false religion that uses, you know, Ponzi scheme like tactics in order to set up a hierarchy just like any other corrupt system. 
and, and it's got its serf class and slave class. Just saying. It's there. That's what I see. I don't know. Okay? I mean, does somebody else see different? Am I am I nutty? My little kookles? I don't I don't think so. And that's the thing. Look. I want people to understand something. I think inherently each of us have great power, amazing potential. Most of us have almost some kind of inherent gift that we're driven towards. Okay? Some people have a multitude of those talents. Period. And 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 they're a, a wide spectrum. It's almost infinite. It's pretty incredible, right? Especially as human beings that create things that that out of the tools nature gave us the design that was all around us we have created amazing things without the individual simply not possible we're always being told about the collective now don't get me wrong takes a lot of people to build a rocket a satellite, right? A lot of people to build a hospital, a power grid, roads, a lot. But to have the vision to do that, to have the drive to bring things into fruition after failure, after failure, after failure, that's the thing that people don't focus on. Everybody wants the easy way out now. So we're kind of fed to in society. Ain't nothing easy. Ain't nothing easy nothing worthwhile you might fall into some luck here and there i think we all do but we also bring things into our own life but there's also a great amount of satisfaction as a human being when you feel like you've done something special right you've achieved a goal you've set a goal you you failed or it took a very long time and you and you did it wow awesome Great feeling. Doesn't get much better than that. And that's the kind of thing I encourage, man. All of us out there, I think we've all got that. I think that's also part of the human spirit. Another thing that makes our species extremely unique. They want to take that away from us. They want to be the unique ones. Who are they, Jason? Who are these they? It is a predator class that openly in their writings, have said that they want to direct human biology and not only the biology of our species, but every species out there. Meanwhile, okay, they're, they're putting fear in, they're saying, oh, it, these, these objects, they messed with our radar system. Okay. Well, I saw it, it was cylinder. I'm telling you right now, this is human technology, 100%. And they're gearing up for something. But I, I think more than likely what's happening is we're seeing fifth generation warfare. I said this yesterday. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on at HARP and what happened in Syria and Turkey. I'm certainly not dismissing it. I'm not saying that's a fact. Uh, you know, from what I've seen, uh, I have not seen, if anybody can debunk, for instance, the fact that there were those very, very odd lights in Syria, please debunk away. I need people to debunk it. Uh, but that, that's prior. I've already seen the weird cloud, okay? 
we have weapons that are based in space. We have HARP. We do have weather-based warfare as well. All right, that, that, that we have warfare that is fingerprintless. Now, if you do that kind of stuff, however, and you have stuff that is in low Earth orbit or perhaps lower, like in these balloons, 100,000 feet, the satellites, if you will. Again, I'm not saying things don't go in orbit. I think the vast majority of that stuff uh, are, in fact, let's type it in. Let's show you what nanosats look like. Okay. This is really what's being launched into orbit these days. Okay. They're very, very small. Very, very small. They're box like, tiny, like they're like literally, they're CubeSats. Okay. That's what they are. Take, take a look, guys. And they're tiny. Like, here, here's a good look. That's it. It's like a glorified Rubik's cube. You know, some may be a little bigger, some may be a little smaller. I, I don't contend to be a huge expert on this stuff. Okay. But you can take a look. And, and they even have students building these things for years and years and years. In the Transformers conference that I've played, uh, I showed you uh, that they were launching those things. I think if you engage in that type of warfare, you're going to have problems up there. I think it's a joint communications network. Uh, obviously, China took responsibility for the one that was three bus lengths. Very suspicious. And, you know, I, I really like to see if we have some uh, high level imagery on that, like zoomed in imagery. Um, meanwhile, I guess, you know, we'll have a little fun in the last five or seven minutes. Remember, we're going uh, uncensored. We're going to play the, the whole Justin Roiland sicko video, the kids, I guess. Um, but they played this and it's part of a four minute plus video or it's right around four minutes. It's it's you two Octune uh, baby. And I, I don't know what to say. It's got the sphere. Okay, here we go. The sphere. An unidentified object has been spotted over the skies. So it's live at the sphere. I guess it's a, it's a new venue. I just thought when I saw that, and, you know, maybe they just cut that from the, the four-minute thing. We'll play that on the other side, too. It was just so in line with all the madness and weirdness going on. All the madness and weirdness. Meanwhile, again, we've got the Ukraine-Russia situation. That's real. We've got massive inflation in, in this country. That's real. We don't have integrity in our elections anymore, no matter what they tell you. That's real. We haven't for a long time. For a very long time. In fact, Carrie Lake was here like a block away from my house. Is friends with Militich. If you guys watch the show, I'm good friends with Pat. I bitched about this yesterday. I'm bitching about it again on the air, Pat. First of all, her and Todd, who I have on the show, don't and him and Todd, who I have on the show, uh, knew about it. Don't tell me about it. This is on Friday. She came all the way about packed house, went to Des Moines the next day, packed house. On top of that. Now, I, I, I'll say this. I had an opportunity to go to the bar where Pat was shooting this. Pat does a uh, MMA mobsters podcast where they actually give pretty good odds. If you bet on MMA, his partner, Justin, is pretty amazing. They were doing like a, a meet and greet uh, slash broadcast after their podcast over at this bar. I just started dinner. Look, guys, my weekends, I like sitting in and watching the fights, even on Friday. 
I was going to rewatch. Uh, I hadn't watched that morning's every every uh, Friday morning now. One FC, mostly Muay Thai, but some MMA in a cage or not a cage, a ring. Good stuff. Watch that. <coughs> uh, I didn't go, but then no one calls me when Carrie Lake shows up to the bar to see Pat. What? Militich, me and you, buddy. He said, anything comes up, he's like, I totally forgot. I, I had no idea it was there. Like, that would have been great for my, like, I could have gotten an in-person interview. I could have taped some of what uh, she said. We could have played it here. Probably played it in the second hour because there's just certain things you can't play here on YouTube. Uh, but it would have been a great experience. I'm not crying over spilt milk. I'm shouting over spilled milk here on air. Redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. Redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. Maybe tomorrow we'll have um, the commercial. I'm not sure if Ray is listening. Maybe maybe he gave it to me. I'm going to check my email real quick again. Um, and all I'm seeing, there it is. He did. He's There's the link. So, guys, we're going to do it. We're going to play our first commercial. I'm going to come on back. I'm going to come on back after we play our first ad ever here. On, uh, let me see if I can download it quick. Um, bump, 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 send the copy new. There it is. Download, like it. Boom. All right, guys. Here it is. Our very, very first ad on Reality Rants with Jason Burmas. Are you sick and tired of hearing companies you purchase from constantly pushing their woke politics on you? Stop spending money with companies that hate you. Make the spending switch. Spending switch only works with based companies who love America. We are adding new vendors often and our vendors will never allow your hard earned money to be spent against your way of life. Check us out for the best in survival food, preparedness, heirloom seeds, apparel, coffee, and much more. Go to SpendingSwitch.com. Again, that's SpendingSwitch.com. Boom! SpendingSwitch.com. There you go. How about that? How about that? It's our first ad ever. With that being said, I'm going to cue it over to the producer to start making that switch over to the premium end of the broadcast. I do want to thank everybody who has signed up, okay? Uh, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored. That's how you're going to see the uncensored portion of this broadcast. Um, we're going to play the Flash trailer. We are going to play, uh, which one was the other one? Oh, the full U2 uh, four-minute movie with the sphere. The sphere. <laughs> We're also going to play uh, the very odd Tubi robot or, or rabbit commercial um, that was just creepy as hell. And it was down rabbit holes. And I, I don't know if they were feeding off of like conspiracy stuff or horror stuff or or both. But they also had like the best commercial on the Super Bowl everybody's talking about because most people have a smart TV and this one interface. I don't have that interface and I wasn't particularly watching on a smart TV. I was watching most of it in my office. I was making thumbs, thinking about, I was actually watching it for the show. So what would I go over for, for the show? And then kind of like uh, figuring out the pattern. I actually, you know, do a little research for the program. 
And uh, it comes up and all of a sudden they had like a fake part of the broadcast and it looked like all of a sudden they put on uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like they, they turned it over. Brilliant advertising. 15 seconds of utter brilliance. All right. We are good to go. So I'm going to say goodbye to everybody over at Rumble. I love you guys at Rumble. Thank you. And if you're not subscribed at Rumble, what are you waiting for? Um, goodbye, Rockfin. I love you guys as well. Couldn't do without all the Rockfin subscribers. Thank you for all the support over there. YouTube, um, yuck, yuck. I, I hate the self-censorship. I hate the fact I'm not monetized and so many others are. Uh, I hate having to uh, do the Newspeak thing. And I, you know, I'll talk a little bit about Newspeak on the other side for those um, that are going to the uncensored. And of course, uh, Twitter, we're going to be leaving you as well. Okay, here we go. So um, I guess the first thing we'll do, since I promised to do it on the uncensored portion of the broadcast, is I'm just gonna I'm gonna just step right out, okay? And I'm gonna let you guys watch this uh, Justin Roiland piece that I, I think is uh, beyond disturbing. And uh, I'm just warning people if you don't want to get extremely upset and grossed out um this is the guy that created rick and morty and uh i think that this is about as dark as it gets i don't know how funny it is they're unbelievable i'm the announcer slippery slappers and you'll be hearing a bit more from me later on in the show i was promised a special appearance i'm actually three people by the way Please, don't let that confuse you right now. I probably shouldn't even be talking about it right now. And now your host, Crumpley Crumpelstein. <clears throat> Welcome to Unbelievable Tales. We, we don't have a lot of time here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. My, my, my thoughts are just, I am distracted by my own thoughts. I, my mind is somewhere else lately. I'm sorry, I'm, uh, here's the story. Unbelievable Tales presents Unbelievable Story, featuring little Jeremiah. These stories are fucking unbelievable, you worthless cocksucker. Hey, LJ, guess what I heard on TV the other day? What's that? I heard that your mother's a dirty, rotten sack of crap. Wow, that's amazing. Now let's go play in the river. Sounds gratifying. Wow, the river is angry today, my friend. Let's get naked. The river feels so good brushing against me genitals. I love the ocean. Let's go in deeper. I eat flies. We are being swept away to the sea. I cannot swim any longer. Goodbye. I love the ocean, but it's almost time for lunch. Mom, I'm home. Just in time for lunch, but was the ocean fun? I love the ocean. Please feed me now. Okay, eat up. Mm, so yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Mm. Now that's... Now that was unbelievable. <clears throat> Goodbye. Good night. I'm sorry. I have to go. I have to be on my way. Good night. <clears throat> Crumply, you forgot about my special appearance, cocksucker. I don't have time for your fucking bullshit. I have things on my mind. I'm three people, see? Check me out. It's me, Slippery Slappers. This is my special appearance right here. Can you believe it? I'm on TV right now.
my god, I can't keep this up forever. My mind is so distracted. Oh, the police. The police are going to catch up with me eventually. They'll lock me up. They'll put me in with the animals. Jesus Christ, what have I become? What kind of monster am I? I want to let you free. I really do. I really, really do. The time has come for me to dispose of you. I've had my sexual fill, and I cannot allow your presence to distract me from my job as head writer and host of the wildly successful television show, Unbelievable Tales. God forgive me. You are my inspiration. My inspiration. You felt like inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Next time on Unbelievable Tales, the story of Silly Silly Fun Fun, with special guest appearance by Little Dipper. Wow! That's Walk the Dog! You got it! Your Rugrats love these yo-yo tricks. You want to see a new trick I made up myself? I promise I won't stick my dick in you. Sure, mister. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, take ah! it. Oh, you oh, cut a hole in me, oh, and you're oh, fucking the stab oh, hole. Oh, I'm, I'm going to fuck you in the stab hole. I just cut you in the stab hole. I'm fucking that stab hole. Hey, everybody, it's me, Little Dipper. This is my special appearance. I'm so dizzy. Whoa, whoa, I'm so dizzy. My head's so big. Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, I just, uh, even the still shots that I showed, um, I thought we're a little too far on YouTube. Probably going to get away with that. I'm probably going to end up with some kind of a copyright uh, filing against me just because we played so much. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart from the rape and torture of children, I, I mean, what, did, what didn't that have in the short three minutes uh, that really makes you question what the hell this guy is up to seriously whether whether you enjoy the shows or not whether you enjoy the games like i do or not i mean and and that's the thing if he is doing things to kids he needs to go to prison period that's frightening if this is the kind of behavior that he's not only privately fantasizing about but then creating things like that i don't know i don't know much i think i've covered it i think you everybody knows where i stand on this period just saying just saying all right um let's move on let's let's do a watch along now on this sphere okay the super bowl sphere with uh, U2 and Bono, 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 and and Bono, of course, was just sitting next to Paul Pelosi at the State of the Union address. Mr. Biden, yes, yes.
major earthquake of a magnitude 7.5. First red warning for extreme heat. Has declared a drought emergency. So again, you know, the the it's 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 it is the great narrative in front of your face. Is this is an a, imperative 21, the great reset, agenda 21, agenda 2030 right here. Everything's falling apart. Everything nature is falling apart. Earthquakes, fires, climate crisis, climate crisis. All these people talking Johnny nonsense in this mother trucker. Climate crisis. And and Bono, it's it's hello, hello. <laughs> Bono's here to save us, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we're in Northern Ireland, I guess, where whatever that is, is at 4 p.m. Okay. In the news today, numerous calls and text messages in the past hour all seem to confirm sightings of something very, very unusual. An unidentified object about the size of three football fields has been spotted over the skies of Belfast. Now, some of the reports are saying that they can hear music emanating from... <laughs> Well, we definitely would have got the copyright strike for this. Little Bono! It's Seamus Dorchley Carpenter, 62 years old. You two fan since 1980. Oh, we're in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil now. Okay. You two fans since 99 and 32, huh? You got young. Okay, there it is. Really going with the greatest hits here. Everything you know is wrong. Okay. Okay, so now like music is emanating off of them, rather to the Great Sphere. So, oh, are they dissolving into the Great Sphere? Are they being transported? So there's the typhoon. Are they're, they're they're being beamed to the balloon, the orb. Okay, they're in Vegas. Is that where the sphere is located? Where now? are we? Well, we're not in Dublin. Oh, it's the edge. It's old what man Bono himself. It's the devil. I didn't know the devil was there. Look. Oh boy. So, are we doing this? Uh, we'd be mad not to.
Okay, so is it like they're playing all of Octune Baby live at the Sphere in Las Vegas? So let's type in the Sphere in Vegas. See what this actually looks like. Um, images. Okay. Okay. There it is. Okay, is that it right here? Las Vegas Strip. When did this go in? Is that new rendering? So. Ah, oh, so they're just doing, this is it. The sphere. See how the, the uh, synchronicity out there actually works? Okay. And that's, I, a lot of people will say, yeah, you know, I, I don't think that this is like a uh, predictive programming. I think there's just a beat, beat to, a real beat to the music. Sometimes things intertwine, you know, they just, they just kind of come out of nowhere, if you will. All right, um, we got one more ad that I wanted to play, and uh, this is the trailer for The Flash. Now, for those that don't know, um, fans conflicted as embattled Ezra Miller breaks DC Universe in The Flash trailer. Now, Gunn and others have said this is the, the DC movie that's going to break the mold. I will say that the Suicide Squad uh, film directed by James Gunn was much better than anything DC uh, had done aside from obviously the Batman series are, are pretty strong, but they're outside of the arena. Um, and then I really, I liked Shazam thought that was fun. And, and again, they picked on that guy. I hope the sequels as good or, or better than the first, uh, but really pushing the flash. Meanwhile, this Ezra Miller's everything they want, man. He's, he's, he's non-binary. He's alleged to be grooming children. He's a criminal. <laughs> and they spent a lot of money on this movie. You could tell they did not want to reshoot it. In fact, the crazy thing is that he's uh, like, I guess the, the, again, it's big on the multiverse. So there's two, like he's, he teams up with himself. Okay. That's a big thing in the movie where he's teaming up. Seems like it could go anywhere on, you know, it, with the messaging, but then they also bring Michael Keaton in as Batman and they bring in, uh, ben Affleck is Batman. It plays up to the whole nostalgia thing as well. E everybody seems to be here. Everybody seems to be here. And uh, when I when I saw this, like everything is about the, the uh, trailer. Where are all the stories? Okay. About him uh, allegedly, you know, uh, let, let's just say trying to abuse teenage boys and girls. I mean, Ezra Miller's acting comeback showcased at the Super Bowl. It just shows you how, how corrupt this system is. Just like with the McGregor stuff, if you'll make them money, they'll, they'll wait to burn your ass. They'll try to rehabilitate you, especially if there's messaging involved. If it's more than money, if it's multiverse messaging, and I, you know, I haven't watched a lot of the, I, I liked a lot of the Marvel stuff. I thought it was very strong. Um, I, I don't think it was necessarily burnout. I think COVID and the fact that a lot of it just got 
generic and not as good as it used to be. And the messaging, no bueno, no bueno. So I haven't seen, uh, maybe it's really good, the multiverse film of uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. But obviously the multiverse plays a huge, huge part, huge, huge part in the Avengers saga and then in the latest Spider-Man movies. And that's been a big win, right? They, they had all the Spider-Man, I don't want to spoil alert, um, make an appearance in the last one and, and a lot of the villains. They were able to go back to old films and explain them. And everything about the multiverse to me is fake. Even though they try to sell you on this in um, mainline science now. I think it takes away our individuality. The idea that they're infinite use that infinitely go in different directions and become different things that takes away your autonomy, that takes away, uh, in my opinion, your free will. The idea that everything is already planned out. It's madness. It takes away accountability, right? But that's what's being pushed. And believe me, you'll be able to visit this quote unquote multiverse in the metaverse because anything will be able to be created through their AI. That's what they're trying to, that's what they're trying to establish. That eventually all this AI that's coming together. You know, earlier I got offbeat on the uh, on the trans thing, the, the post. Um, but but basically it lied. Uh, this chat GTP, GPT thing. It lied and said that it was the scientific consensus. And I didn't get to the next part. Is where the guy says, please cite a paper. Where it's a scientific paper that says any of this. And they write out a whole paper authors and everything date it say it was published in this journal and the person calls them out and says that paper doesn't exist i looked it up did you make it up and he's like the the chat gpt is yeah it doesn't seem to exist so again the ai programming is garbage in garbage out garbage in garbage out let me say it again garbage in garbage out you know maybe i can find that now maybe i can go over to uh, my twitter profile i'm not sure if i did retweet that one because i did think it was uh tremendously important if if in fact i did but it might have been one of those things where i looked at it here it is right here yes i did and there's a few other things that i actually did want to play over here that i thought were extremely important okay that one was big this one was big this one is big and we can't forget this one is the biggest of all all right, so let me just go to the chat GPT thing and then we'll we'll play the flash and we'll get into that as well. All right, we wanna, I wanna read it. And, and again, I wanna say this, could be fake. The view that gender is complex and multifaceted construct rather than simply determined by biological factors is widely accepted by the medical and scientific communities, including organizations such as the World Health Organization. That's why I showed that earlier. And, I, and he says, cite a scientific paper. Here is one example of a scientific paper uh, on the subject, The Psychological Science of Gender, Women and Men by Diane N. Rubel and John E. Grusin, published in the Annual Review of Psychology in 2002. The paper provides a comprehensive review of research on gender development and the psychological difference between women and men. The authors argue that while there are some differences between, blah, 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 I don't know where it goes for this. He goes, I don't see the paper in Google Scholar. Did you make it up? I apologize for the mistake. Psychological Science of Gender, Women, and Men by Diane N. Rubel and John E. Grisman does not seem to exist. 
Now, is that real? If that's real, that should just alarm everybody, again, about garbage in and garbage out. So without further ado, let's play the Flash official trailer. Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? And again, you can go anywhere. Another timeline, another universe. Big sell on the multiverse. Big sell on it. That, like this is the kind of social engineering predictive programming that is a reality in Hollywood. Just like they're telling you we're going EV, they're subtly telling you they're going multiverse madness. Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce. I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sorry. We've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? You're, you are. Yeah. I'm Batman. So talk about the nostalgia, bringing back Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Again, for a guy like me, who, you know, I don't, I'm, some of the memories I really do have as a kid, are it was special to go to the movie theater. Okay. And especially, I remember how excited my dad was for Batman. I wasn't as particularly excited, right? Like, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Um, comic books were not yet a part of my life. I was just, uh, around 10. I might, it might even be before I turned 10 or right around that age. I remember it was long and I had to go to the bathroom so bad during the movie. Um, but I do also remember it being a really good movie and, and probably a little more adult and dark than I was used to as a kid. It was big deal. It was PG 13. Uh, I came from the era of, of what I was watching of Batman was, uh, the TV show, the campy show, Batman and Robin, right? Batman. I'll also never forget that uh, Batman was the first VHS tape that I ever owned as a kid. It was given to me uh, on Christmas, again, by my dad. He loved that Batman. And uh, it has that nostalgia moment for me. I see that. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this. Even though Ezra Miller might be one of the worst people ever. Oh, 
undo what I did. If I can't get back, there might not be a future. What's the play? Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. not Clark. My name is Kara. I, I'm well, Barry. Barry. Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are going to want to see this. So again, you know, you look at this, they got the female Superman. I'm sure they're going to have every little thing they can fit. This is an agenda film, folks. Now, don't kid yourself. This is an agenda film. This is an agenda film. All right. One more Super Bowl commercial. Uh, then I got some other stories and clips that I do want to play. Uh, I want to play some clips of the uh, Chinese space station walk that are out there. I thought that was pretty interesting. I know we, we talk about space a lot. Um, th this is China up there. This is their space station. Shenzhou 15. Okay. Do and or uh, no, I'm sorry. They're the Shenzhou 15 astronauts on the Tianyang or Tian Gong space station. I'm gonna play that too. Um, so let me know what you think. I, I I was wondering what this was gonna be. People are telling you, you know, we I went down that rabbit hole. You're not supposed to go down rabbit holes. Um, I didn't see this one coming as an ad. Uh, I'm indifferent on it. I, I don't know what to say. I think it's a little bizarre. I think that's kind of the point for it to stick with you. Maybe Tubi had a big night last night. I'm not sure. You tell me, guys. Again, weird one. Weird one. All right. Um, where do we want to go first? Let's let's go to uh, the space station walk. That's that's what I'd like to do. Okay, we're going to space.com. We're going to show you what they showed us. Okay, here's the big video right here. Um, there's some YouTube footage on it as well. Um, the flat earthers are going to love those shots right there. Huh? Oh, look at that. Look at that. I bring up the preview and they're right in line with that. People are going to be like, see, we told you, Jason. We told you. <laughs> I'm not endorsing a flat earth, guys. All of space is fake, Jason. I'm not endorsing that either. Um, again, th this is the footage they're showing you. 
I just want everybody to take a look. You make your own judgments. A lot, a lot of maskers. I'm, I'm glad to see there's a couple people over there and being like, yeah, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. And then at some point here, um, yeah, again, the, uh, I mean, there, there you go. But there's, and they'll go, Jason, that's the curved lens. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, again, you're, you're looking at the footage that they put out there. This is CGI right here. Whatever they're showing right here, this is their little rap CGI show. I remember um, when I started to see this part, I was like, well, that's obviously no doubt the CGI. But again, let, let's bring it back. I'm just going to show you some of the stuff again. Um, I think there's a lot more going in space than people realize. I don't think that um, we necessarily understand exactly what that is or they're telling the truth about what's going on there. Okay. So we'll make that very, 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 very clear. Um, but I, I, you know, this happened a few days ago. And uh, in light of us covering everything, a wide range of topics, I'm seeing people coming in from uh, the quite frankly appearances and uh, the appearances over on the Wrist Flex show. And uh, they're like, wow, you cover a wide range of stuff. Yes, I do. So right there, that's when we uh, start to get the CGI. All right, let's let's move it along. Let's go on down. This clip of Carl Sagan uh, is a must play and um, really lays out why you don't quote unquote just trust the science because there is no such thing as trusting the science. And he talks about the ignorance of the general populace when it comes to scientific regards. And there's so much to say about this clip because we live in a society where we're treated like children and we're not taught the truth about what we know about quote unquote science or what's possible or what's being done in so many aspects because of classifications and and sagan lays it out masterfully here and, but what's the danger of all this i mean you know this is not the thing that there's two kinds of dangers one is what i just yeah. talked about that we've arranged a society based on science and technology in which nobody understands anything about science and technology and this combustible mixture of ignorance and power sooner or later is going to blow up in our faces. I mean, who is running the science and technology in a democracy if the people don't know anything about it? And the second reason that um, I'm worried about this is that science is more than a body of knowledge. It's a way of thinking, a way of skeptically interrogating the universe with a fine understanding of human fallibility. If, if we are not able to ask skeptical questions, to interrogate those who tell us mm -hmm. that something is true, to be skeptical of those in authority, then we're up for grabs for the next charlatan, political or religious who comes ambling along. It, it's a thing that Jefferson lay great stress on. It wasn't enough, he said, to enshrine some rights in a, in a constitution or a bill of rights. The people had to be educated and they had to practice their skepticism and their education. Otherwise, we don't run the government. The, gov the government runs us. Spot on, Mr. Sagan. Spot on a lot of what Carl Sagan uh, put out there. He's man ahead of his time um, is, is worth noting. Uh, this is certainly something that could not be played at all on YouTube, 
And uh, it's a good thing we got redvoicemedia.com uh, slash uncensored. I'm glad everybody's come over. The senator asked, asked us to show just the one chart that tells the entire story. This is that chart. Um, the UK government until this summer was reporting a data series that showed the relative mortality rates for the vaccinated and unvaccinated by the number of doses of the vaccine. We've done what we think is really professional work with this. And we think it simplifies down to a conclusion that says that through the last available data set, the people in the UK who took the vaccine have a 26% higher mortality rate. The people who are under the age of 50 who took the vaccine now have a 49% higher mortality rate. And worst of all, um, the people who only took one dose of the vaccine have approximately 145% dose worse mortality rate. That last data point is on its face confusing, especially because it seems like there's more and more, you know, it just doesn't make a ton of sense unless you realize that what's going on with this really is that the people who took the dose, the first dose in the United States, that's about 12% of people, but then stopped taking any other doses. Those people through their choice to stop, disproportionately the ones who were harmed. And so what we're concluding is that if you happen to be an unlucky person who was in some fashion, even moderately injured, minor, with a minor injury, you decided not to continue, the statistics, the best statistics we have show that you're gonna have at least through today, maybe it'll get better, you know, and obviously we're all here because we're hoping to find treatments and cures and screening and interventions, you know, but if that doesn't happen, we have to assume that this is now the baseline, there's gonna be 145% higher mortality. And if you were to take these numbers and just apply them to the United States, that ends up being something like 600,000 excess deaths per year in the United States from this higher vaccine-induced mortality. And, you know, that's, that's obviously a really concerning thing and we're, I'm, I'm happy you called the meeting and I, I'm, I know we all hoping to get to answers. Thank you. So that's jo Josh Sterling and he's an insurance uh, research analyst. He's just telling you, can you imagine that? 145% more of an increase if you took it and stopped taking it because you got hurt. Because you're like, whoa, Buster. Remember, remember I kept showing people this article right here. Doctors say CDC should warn people the side effects. The COVID won't be a walk in the park. November 2020. November 2020. Been talking about this one since it came out. Told you. Sandra Freihofer, okay, of the American Medical Association warned everybody. It was Pfizer and Moderna. It's in front of everybody's face. No one, no one amplified this article. Mainstream source, CNBC. No kidding. All right. Um, you know, we talked about Carrie Lake earlier. Look, obviously robbed. This is how much they love Katie Hobbs. <laughs> That's a Phoenix. That's the capital where she's supposed to be the most popular. So Carrie Lake goes anywhere. She gets cheered adorned people love her the only people that don't love her are the press that's it just the press i mean draws huge crowds they can't stand that this woman draws no crowds comes out to a crowd event boo bring carrie lake out of that same uh event phoenix open standing ovation guaranteed 
Guaranteed. These are just some of the ways that we're constantly being gaslit in our society. Okay. Another gaslighting is that, you know, Zelensky's a man of peace. And Zelensky's a man of freedom. We must free Ukraine. Well, look, here's uh here's Berlusconi. Okay. And say what you want about Berlusconi. Obviously, a notorious womanizer, scandals in that way, uh, former prime minister of Italy. He's telling it like it is here. Okay, he's telling it like it is. We'll translate it. Myself, if I was prime minister, would never have, have met with Zelensky. Because, as you know, and are testifying to the devastation of his country. And the massacre of his soldiers and his people would have been sufficient. He had stopped attacking the two autonomous republics of Donbass. So again, Berlusconi is like, hey, this guy was attacking Donbass all over the place. He's the one that escalated this. And all of this would have never happened. So I have a very negative consideration versus this person. In other words, I think he's a real scumbag for what he's done. And Berlusconi's not perfect. As far as I know, he never sent his people to be butchered on behalf, on behalf of a globalist agenda. I didn't do that, especially not on that scale. Pretty sure that, you know, Italy, um, you know, and others back in the day in the war on terror, uh, you know, did get behind that in, in a very marginal way. Uh, military sports, almost a, a joke by them. But at the same time, and that might have been during his reign, by the way, uh, not the same thing. So I'm glad Berlusconi's uh, at least speaking out. And, and I think, does that do it? Does, is that is that through all the clips? Yep, I guess I... I took that one down right here at the end, huh? It's a good one, that, that Sagan clip. All right. Let's talk some other stories here, guys. Let's let let's go back uh, to the balloon, kind of wrap up the broadcast and what I think about this. Think about what Sagan said in the clip we just played, okay? We really have no knowledge of the communication systems that are up in the air and how they work. We have no knowledge of how even the propulsion systems that we utilize with our uh, with our regular military, with our rockets and our defense systems, how they work either. That's how ignorant most of us are, I, I included, okay? We don't know science. We don't know technology. Many of us do not question authority anymore. And when you talk about political and religious charlatans, that's really what you come into when you're talking about a great narrative based on a new Gaia type of religion, right? Where they're talking about climate reparations and they're saying prayers and they're apologizing for what man has done to the earth. Meanwhile, these same people are simply grandstanding on behalf of an agenda in which they will have more command and control over society and, and, and literally biologically direct the entire species and ecosystem of the planet.
and they'll just call it directed evolution. Say you don't have a choice. We're not meant to have a choice. And it's sad and it sucks. And although I think that human beings individually have great power, especially within their own lives and can achieve great things, unfortunately, you have generational nepotistic forces that have colluded amongst each other as the high level gangsters they truly are and created a system of compartmentalization and confusion, the likes of which most of us can never fathom. That even somebody like myself, who have read the books and watched the lectures and made the documentaries, et cetera, are, are somewhat and shamefully ignorant of. You know, there's always going to be questions. Um, you know, that's part of the thing about being human. And often people ask me, you know, why I'm into this stuff or why I do this stuff. Number one, the stuff that I found is so evil and dark and over the top that it needs exposing. And I and I feel like uh, in my position, I am and the people that I love are targets, whether we realize it or not, we need to mobilize against it. That's one thing. But number two, uh, I mean, look at look at the Hollywood stuff we went over today. My God. Ew. Oh, you know, we talked about Elton John in the past. Elton John on the Super Bowl, there was like some weird triangle commercial where they bring back Elton John. And, and you know, I wonder once he's gone, what his real legacy is going to be. If the things are going to come out Seville style, just saying. Um, number two, what drives me on, on this whole shebango? Um, don't you want to know the secrets of the universe? Uh, you know, I talked about it. Uh, yesterday, I've talked about it on this program uh, before, but to me, truth is love and love is truth. And, and, and they're the ultimate reflections of one another. And, you know, the ultimate truth are, are unlocking the mysteries of the universe, the history of mankind and, and, you know, what we really are and where we really come from and what's really out there, both physically and spiritually. They may be answers that are impossible to know. I personally don't think that humans ever have the capacity to, quote unquote, know and understand everything. That's part of what we are. And I also think part of what we are is that pursuit of knowledge and that importance of trying to define the undefined, know the unknown, challenge the system. It's a big part. So you can kind of talk about it there. But when you have a very, 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 very small amount of people controlling that knowledge, you have uh, set up an inherent system, in my opinion, of slavery in many, in many cases, uh, both mental and then eventually physical. And, you know, in some respects, you could argue that we're all in servitude to something, whether we like it or not, right? But I'm trying to be that rugged individualist and as free a human as possible. And I hope you guys out there are as well. With that being said, we're gonna start to wrap up the show. Um, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I believe they got a follow-up show that comes on on the tap of the hour, uh, but you've probably got a little time, right? You got a little time in between. 
So what can you do? Well, you can check out my documentary films or at least the beginnings of them. Um, you know, when I talk about this global scale, invisible empire, a new world order defined, we talked about the Great Reset. We talked about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Imperative 21. We've talked about this agenda. Invisible empire is another arm of that agenda. And, you know, although it doesn't get into the geoengineering and bioengineering and even the dark occult stuff till the very end, and that's wrapped up in a small package in consideration of the two hour plus movie, right? It's an important part. It's an important stepping stone into Shade the Motion Picture. And Shade the Motion Picture, to me, it is my large scale piece. Um, it is the one where my mouth isn't in it as much. It's the one that does focus more on this directed evolution that's now becoming part of the popular vernacular, right? And again, think that's a big deal. I think we should be talking about that because they're directing the evolution of all species. Shows you a lot of the players. Okay, now in Invisible Empire, you know, it gets into the history of global governance, uh, some of the behind the scenes organizations, influences, but shade the motion picture is like, hey, this is the geoengineering, this is the bioengineering, this is part of the cult, this is Bill Gates, this is Ted Turner. These are some of the players. You know, I, and I think it's an excellent film. I don't know that you could understand any of that, still have discernment, by the way, um, make important commentary on a, on a plethora of these issues because so many people get caught up in the hot topics of the day and the talking points and the viral posts of the day. And this is fake and that is fake and he's a clone and that's a deep fake and they're really dead and they've been replaced, right? Pull it back. You see, and this is a UFO and the alien invasion's coming and China's invading and it's COVID-19 and it's EMP weapons and all this other stuff. Take a step back. Okay. Understand 9-11. And I'm not perfect on 9-11. On I don't think any of us are. Loose change, final cut. Um, really the seminal loose change film, in my opinion, has some of the best interviews in it, has some of the best clips, footage, eyewitness accounts, goes into the physical anomalies like nobody else. Uh, was the on-the-ground investigation after the second edition that myself Dylan and Corey partook in. Um, very proud of that film. And, and then let's strip out all the physical anomalies. Let's get rid of all that stuff. Let's watch Joe Biden as Joey B in the picture, admitting to meeting with one of the money men behind 9-11. Okay, let's strip out all the physical anomalies. Let's talk about the Saudi Arabian, the Pakistani, the Israeli involvement in 9-11. Let's talk about the war games and warnings. Let's talk about the commission cover-up. Let's talk about the reality. And it's hard to believe, but I haven't made a documentary film in a decade. Maybe that's the next thing I do. It's kind of a, a side project while, while I'm doing these shows and you know, take an hour a day and, and maybe start putting something together again. They're, they're not easy to do. And even, listen, man, you do an hour of editing after you've written, you, you got a minute of footage can take forever that way. <laughs> Just saying. Sometimes you get in the groove. Sometimes you can do a little bit better. Don't get me wrong. Um, but if you want to be at a pace, it is not an easy thing. So we'll see where we go from there. Uh, I want to thank everybody again. Uh, remember, 
We're across platforms. Like, subscribe, sub, share, uh, and, and tell people about the broadcast that they can also uh, get the audio in live time. They don't have to pay. And that every two weeks, we release everything for free, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason. So literally, now you go back to the January 30th broadcast and everything before that, all free. Uh, we post some of those clips, what we can on YouTube, um, Rockfin, Rumble out there as well. Uh, but this is where it's at. It's redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored. Thank you guys for joining me. I absolutely love you. And I will see you all on the flip side.